Hello and welcome to the World of Mouth podcast, where we share the stories of the world's best chefs and their favorite destinations to travel and eat. My name is Kenneth Nars and I'm the creative director of World of Mouth, a platform that connects over 600 restaurant experts who share their favorite restaurants from the best place to grab a taco or a pizza to the latest must-visit new fine dining restaurant opening. Today we're meeting Syrian chef Mohamed Orfali in Dubai. Orfali was born and raised in Aleppo, the culinary capital of Syria, and his interest in cooking began at a young age. In 1997, he started studying hospitality and cooking in Aleppo and later in culinary school in Paris. Today, he and his two brothers run one of the most famous Middle Eastern restaurants in the world, Orfali Brothers in Dubai. We asked Mohammed Orfali to tell us a bit about himself and his journey that's made him one of the most famous chefs in the Middle East. He will also tell us about his dream of one day returning to his war-torn hometown of Aleppo. And at the end of our talk, he'll reveal his favorite restaurant recommendations in Dubai and the rest of the world. You'll also find these places in our podcast notes. Please uh, tell me, uh, who is Mohamed Orfali? Wow, this is a difficult question. So I'm just like, a, a, I'm a chef, uh, I'm a Mohamed as a person. I, uh, I'm from Syria, from Aleppo. I grew up and raised there. I left Syria around 2005 to Dubai to learn English and uh, from there my idea was to go to uh, France or to Europe because I need the uh, communication skills and I don't speak English at that time so it's end up to Dubai and I love the city and then I stayed there almost 18 years yeah and tell me how did you get into uh, cooking and restaurants that wasn't your real background they entered the cooking was a mistake where uh, in Syria in 1994 in the grade 9 my my score was not really good to allow me to go to high school so the only option was open in front of my face uh, culinary school so I went to the culinary school by mistakes I have no clue what is cooking is I just love food and especially from my mom and from my grandma and uh, I felt it uh, quite interesting. I'm a very curious person, so my curiosity led me to here. And uh, yeah, I started there and then uh, I studied in, in Aleppo, uh, three years culinary school, and then graduated from that school to uh, Hotelier Institute. And then I spent also again two years. And during that time, I started you know, working with the chefs uh, as a part-time. And uh, I never regret. So... I love cooking, I love kitchen, I love food. I think food is uh, it's a joy for so many people. So uh, I travel for food and I eat food and I think about food and everything about food. Search about who I am took almost 13 years or to 14 years to realize what I want to do. And... Uh, Moving to Dubai, uh, to France, back again, you know, to Kuwait, from Kuwait to Dubai. I found uh, myself uh, representing the cuisine of Aleppo, where I came from. And uh, I was quite lucky also to be on TV. So after like, you know, 
long time in different cuisine traveling. I quit F&B business almost for being a chef in the restaurant for almost 12 years doing cooking shows. And uh, it changed my life because I need content, I search in content, uh, I travel, I start to understand indigenous people, how they eat from different culture, from different cuisines. And uh, also it shaped me more and then to know who I am. So I represent the cuisine of Aleppo, as I said, and uh, I took it to the modern side. Some people did not accept it except my mom. She's like, no, she few things the she said like for me it's like I'm destroying the the culture or the heritage, but I can see it from different perspective. We I'm remaintaining what we have from uh, eight thousand years or nine thousand years documented or like layers of foods come some centuries from different cultures from ingredients to seasons to chefs to cooks or to, from mother to daughter who moved that food from uh, or batted through generation, I felt like now is the time to re-maintain it because we needed to, we change as a human being where different people will be pre-COVID, after COVID. And uh, we, we, we should look at our landscape, our, you know, uh, the territory and the food to be up to our, you know, up to date. Yeah. And um, our fire process happened uh, 2021, March 14, the first day we opened. So uh, the idea was, uh, it's a dream for us as a three brothers to open something in Syria. It couldn't happen because of the war and we, we left Syria earlier and uh, we met again in Dubai around 2014, all of us. And in 2015, I create uh, something called Orfali Bros Masterclasses. So we started from there for, for, for the brothers to explore more and to do, uh, you, know, you know, pastries, masterclasses. And then uh, everyone asking us, why you guys, you don't have a boutique for that dessert? It's beautiful, unique, and it's delicious. And I felt like maybe it's a great idea to do something or to convert or Fali Bros from a master glasses to to a restaurant or to somewhere where we can all the, all of us all, all the three of us together. So I find the the space in Dubai is very small, tiny, about hundred square meter, and it was difficult to how we can you know build two kitchen there for me and for the brother. We figured it out we was lucky because we have very high ceiling, so we create or Fali Bros this kitchen. So we, it's uh, so when, once you're gonna enter the co the concept or the enter the restaurant, you will find the kitchen is the star. So we make a concept where people they dine in our kitchen, and they can get some nice smell from the caramel or from the cake coming from upstairs to my uh, burnt pizza dough to the some nice aromatic flavor from the from the from the oven, and um, we just make it business for us to have fun. To, uh, to work with freedom without uh, listening to anyone, just to listen to ourselves and to our guests. And we don't know what's going to be in 50 best <laughs> for the first year or, or to be in with Michelin. And uh, we just focus on what we're going to do. So uh, my cuisine in Orfali Bros is called uh, the food that we love to eat. So freedom of... Uh, any uh, boxes or shapes because we don't believe in boxes and we don't we, we don't leave them so if you look at the interior design to the tables and everything it's a broken edge 
that's to tell people, you know, there's the time to think about the food differently. So we have three things, important things in the restaurant where we think about first about taste, 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 and then ingredients and textures. And then how we can support the community and support local farms, local producer. And we did that from the guy who make the sourdough for us to the guys who supply us uh, fresh organic uh, vegetables. And uh, people, they think like in Dubai, we don't have farms. We do. And uh, if you go to my Instagram, you'll find like very nice uh, videos about the farming and the organic. And uh, it was quite difficult, but I can see uh, so many local important produce and that's chefs like me and then like my colleagues in Dubai they start like you know supporting that kind of product and also we are in Dubai we are lucky we are uh, one of the busiest airports in the world so we have the luxury to get all the ingredients from around the world with a second day from Japan from Hokkaido from Copenhagen from Norway mm. to uh, to Australia and uh, it give us also you know a uh, lot of uh, uh, ingredient that I, as I say from around the world so you don't have limitation so we break the rules but we respect traditions your background yeah. uh, Aleppo in, in Syria is uh, one of the oldest cities in the world yes um, and it's also and all, uh, one of the oldest inhabited also in the world yeah yeah and also People might nowadays know is from the the Aleppo pepper, which has become a yeah very famous. Item. Yeah, uh, American they make it famous. I don't know why. Okay, <laughs> uh, but it's also unfortunate connected with uh, with uh, war and tragedy. Yeah. Um, tell me your your background, your childhood, and so, and then the the catastrophe that hit uh, that city and, and your country. How how did that? What tell me about that? Living there is, um, you know, as I say, you know, grow up in Aleppo, that leaves so many marks on me from the smell of the food to the ingredients to the, the street, the history of the city, to so many things, to the fabric, to the, the Laura soap, the, the smell, and uh, yeah, um, the cuisine is, has so many depths, let's say. And what is the most important in our cuisine? It's native. So seasonal. It's about sustainability. It's about lifestyle. And uh, the beautiful things I remember, we never import ingredients from outside. So everything's local up to the season. And then we have different recipes, thousands of recipes that get changed from season to other season. And the recipes also get changed also from uh, the Christian to the Muslim. To the Jews, so they they have different cuisine, different fasting time, and that's very fascinated. To to the very strong street food, to the crafted uh, dessert, to uh, different type of dessert from the one it's from basic doughs that made from flour, salt, and water, and then it's soaked in, in syrup. To one is very sophisticated that uh, where they stretch a sugar to make it like a dragon candy beard that's inspired from Chinese to uh, so many things happen from baklava dough or from the kunafa dough and you can see that the the food heritage is very strong 
And then for us as Syrian, it's very difficult to do something modern because we have to keep the you know traditional things and the classic things happen. Because of the war uh, and the economy that happened, there is some fear from me and so many chefs to lose somehow uh, some of the recipes because people they can't afford it anymore. And uh, I took the responsibility uh, to make a book called I Am From Aleppo, where to document what I know, what I get from my mom and from my grandma, just to, to save it for, for the future. So uh, I believe cuisine or food is changed from era to era, from time to time. And uh, I think the Aleppo, the landscape, it's very, uh, very interesting because there are so many ingredients come to us from around the world and it's become native. And that's what makes the, you know, the cuisine is very, uh, very unique. Uh, along to that, uh, all the ingredients come from through the Silk Road. Uh, I think Aleppo hosts the Silk Road more than, than 600 years. So imagine how many uh, immigrants, how many uh, traders, uh, they moved there, they stayed because it was the, the last assembling point from all the world. Uh, so, so many things from from Persian, uh, from Ber- uh, from uh, Iran to uh, Yemenis to Africa to Europe and uh, to Asia and the southern of Asia. So, definitely, there are so many recipes that inspire from from all the world, but we turn it to be uh, local and native. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen within 10 years, but the dream for me, uh, if Syria is going back to normal situation, so we're gonna make an academy there, it's called Orfari Pros, that's the dream. And uh, to show people how the sustainable life, and then do that in a nice farm, and do all the farming, all the fermentation, all the technique, all the things that we use in our cuisine. And uh, I think we have the, the platform, but you know, waiting for the time to make it there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope for that. In the next part of the podcast, we'll hear Mohammed Orfali's favorite restaurant recommendations in Dubai and the rest of the world. If we talk about other restaurants, yeah. uh, you travel quite a bit, yeah. and obviously Dubai is a, a hotspot for many kinds of different cuisines and types of restaurants. 100%, yeah. uh, if we look at um, your your uh, home city, current home city, Dubai, uh, what um, any recommendations that you would have to places from coffee places to find? Oh my God, this is a big list. <laughs> It's going to be so many. <laughs> if you say four or five, a handful of, of some favorite places. So, uh, I think the closest things to, to Aleppo so far, Gaziantep, which is in the southern of Turkey. So, I would love to highlight uh, Imam Jadash. That restaurant, I think it opened in 1887. So, the first people who opened this, there are Turkmen from Aleppo. And it was the restaurant about baklava and kebab. And this is in, where is it? In Gaziantep, in the southern of Turkey. Yeah. So it's a very famous restaurant there. If you go to Gaziantep, you must go there. And you have to go for, uh, you know, no more baklava, not the extra one, because you can get the layers between the crunchy uh, dough and to the syrup, to the pistachios, and it's perfectly balanced. To a dish is called Ali Nazik, which is the eggplant and yogurt, garlic, and some kebab on the top. And to other baklava, gulu oglo. 
so in 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 the middle of uh, Gaziantep market, so one of also perfect to other ones called Kojak Baklava. So quite famous uh, three places for baklava. Uh, but take care about your sugar. Yeah. What about uh, if you start in Dubai? Any places in Dubai that you? Dubai, there are so many hidden gem places. Um, from a place called El Bogril, this is one of my favorite because it's like they doing very authentic, uh, you know, Halabi cuisine or Aleppo cuisine. To Rawabi Asham, to the best falafel and hummus from Arabia Al Khadra. To uh, the fancy places, if you want, to uh, I mentioned the the falafel place you mentioned. Which yeah. one is that? Arabia Al Khadra. Okay. So uh, the guys that are Palestinian and they do hummus falafel, and that's it. And I think one of the best hummus in the world, not only in the way. And you must go there. And to a concept called Baba Ganouj. It's also guys from from Syria where they do uh, fatte and falafel and fool that uh, that's come from the Aleppo street food. To uh, Kunafe is called Nafisa, to one is called Firas, uh, to restaurants called Slab, uh, you know, in, in Mercato Mall where they do very modern cuisine and a very affordable price. Uh, what, what type of, of, of dishes would they have? Uh, Slab is a Peruvian chef, American Peruvian chef, but he's very talented. Is the name of the chef, Samar Rodriguez, is a friend of mine. And... Uh, I can go there every week. So uh, they have from ceviche to tiratido to uh, maybe for steak and uh, filet mignon, you can get it there. So yeah. it's a, it's a quite mixed. And then they have a lot of specials and they change the menu almost like every week. To uh, eat a duku, uh, a Japanese restaurant, it just recently happened four months ago. Uh, everyone Japanese there. From the chef to the manager to the dishwasher, who is all the team from Japan, and you can get like very nice uh, yakitori to uh, beautiful sushi. is like very authentic, very authentic. To uh, oh my god, so many things. Uh, what about the upper segment in the fine dining? Uh, absolutely, Trizen Studio to uh, Trizen if you want some nice Indian food to Oceano and Atlantis to uh, Reef Kushiyaki, Eleven Wood Fire. Uh, and Trizen, would you uh, would you describe Trizen? I know them. I know the guys since they opened so, since 2014. I support them when they, it was just Trizen, and then where they they work differently or they work on the cuisine to take it to up level. So you can experience an Indian cuisine in a modern way. Yeah and. Uh, it's quite surprisingly flavors and textures and beautiful looking dishes. Yeah. Okay. To Oceano, you can get the French experience to the, to the modern. To Reef Koshiyaki, you get Japanese, uh, also modern, from Singaporean guys called the Reef Asman. Is that omakase? Or it's, it's more than omakase, it's like uh, izakaya. Okay. And if you go to uh, Eleven Wood Fire, you can... Uh, you can see the you can smell the the wood and the charcoal from from once you enter the door so it's everything's cooked on the uh, over charcoal grill mainly and beef or so many things from vegetables yeah. to the beef and everything uh, the chef is called akman anwar to uh, restaurants called rsvp where uh, french cuisine in very delicious uh, things from like you know uh, salad to steak to even to breakfast Oh my God, there's so many recipes, so many concepts, but they make them angry from me to even to testing menu, uh, a concept called Moorise. He just get the Michelin star. 
also like uh, a very uh, omakase style uh, but he's doing his own cuisine to very beautiful uh, sushi bar or more omakases uh, called omak- uh, Hoseki in uh, that Bulgari hotel oh, there's so many Dubai okay. you want to visit Dubai give us 15 days <laughs> minimum <Okay. laughs> not less yeah not less. Because to, to experience it because it's a, it's a quite big city and uh, there is so many hidden gem between you know uh, uh, from area to area you will find I think that's what I love Dubai it's a quiet uh, that's why I love Dubai because it's a, it's a strong multicultural from Nepali cuisine to Indonesian to Malay to Singaporean to Syrian to Lebanese to Palestinian to Emirati cuisine uh, the local one and uh, to the French, Italian to Japanese, Korean you can find all the world there and they are all of them doing great yeah yeah, great what about um, if um, if uh, going abroad any any places abroad that you would uh, recommend or, or, or uh, well, you travel quite a bit which is uh, it's a in quite Europe or in Europe like you know I always travel for food and uh, I find Copenhagen is a quite interesting uh, city where like you know from Noma to Alchemist to Geranium to <laughs> to I don't know it's like you know it's really uh, quite difficult uh, to find, you know, to Estimar in Spain and, and Barcelona, to Enigma, to uh, any any favorite in Spain that you would like. to I think like you know, you never disappoint me. Whenever eat in Spain, it always you, you can find good food to Kiki de Costa. I'm going there uh, after tomorrow, so uh, it's uh, adventurous for us as a chefs to you know to gather all together and then to try different perspective, different food, different vision of uh, making food. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about if you uh, would have to one final question uh, if you would have to pick one uh, restaurant in the world where you could uh, skip everything else on your schedule jump on a plane and travel tomorrow there which uh, which restaurant would that be wow this is a difficult question wow I think I miss it, uh, you know, the the pop-up in Japan was Noma in Kyoto. I was like really trying to go there, but I couldn't find the, you know, the time and uh, it was like already sold out. But my kind of things were maybe to Argentina uh, or somewhere like to experiment different things, to the Chile, to, uh, I don't know, it's like... If you, this is a difficult question. <laughs> I have so many favorites in the world, and uh, maybe to Turkey, to Gaziantep, or uh, I would say Noma. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, Very good. I'm. I'm trying to go there. Right? So for the for the for the the spring menu, it was very inspiring. To be honest, like how we can transform. Uh, you know, I think this is the future cuisine where, like, you know, I don't want to say plant based, but how we can turn uh, the vegetables to something is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Humble things to something wow. Yeah. Okay. 
Very good. Um, Mohamed Orfali, thank you so much for this. Thank you. And uh, good luck with everything and uh, hoping that you will return to your hometown Aleppo one day. We'll invite you all and then, uh, yes, when, this is the, the, the ultimate dream for us. To back to the city, uh, help the new generation, make a platform to support young chefs, not only in the Middle East and all the world. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the World of Mouth podcast with Mohammad Orfali in Dubai. Find all of the recommendations mentioned in this episode and more on the World of Mouth app, available in your app store, or visit our website at worldofmouth.app. You'll also find these places in our podcast notes. I'm Kenneth Nars. Until next week, when we meet Chef Helena Puolakka in Helsinki, Finland. <laughs>